This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. And welcome to the show. 13 WHLers and one graduate onto the NHL have arrived at Canada's World Junior Selection Camp in Moncton. We'll hear from several of those players representing their team, their league, and possibly their country. Canlis Blazers captain Logan Stankoven is ready to go back to Canada's World Junior team to defend that gold medal. He's also the WHL Player of the Week. After putting up nine points in three games, he'll be our guest. First up, an inspirational story out of Brandon this past week where four members of the Wheat Kings came across a distressed man appearing ready to jump from a bridge. After volunteering at Samaritan House earlier in the evening, Brandonites Calder Anderson and Nolan Ritchie were showing BC Products Jake Chason and Ben Thornton around the city when Ritchie spotted the man standing on one of the cement abutments for light poles between the north and southbound bridges. Rob Mann caught up with Calder Anderson to explain what happened in the harrowing situation. It's been a pretty good season for Calder Anderson on the ice with the Brandon Wheat Kings, but there was a fairly remarkable achievement off the ice as well, and Calder's with us now. Can you walk me through what was happening in the build-up to the moment where you drove past that gentleman on a bridge? Yeah, there was a few of us kind of volunteering at the Samaritan House here in Brandon, just helping out uh, with packing some food. and. And then after we decided to go for a little bit of a coffee, kind of relaxed for the night, and then uh, decided to go for a bit of a drive around town to show some of the guys uh, some of the scenery that they might not have seen before. And then uh, that kind of led up to, to us going over the bridge and, and finding the guy standing on the edge. And he's standing on the edge of the bridge, and it becomes clear that his intentions may be to jump. What's going through your mind in that moment? Yeah, well, we stopped, and I, uh, I rolled down my window and asked if he was okay, and he informed me that things weren't great for him, and he was having some pretty bad thoughts, so that's when I stepped out of the car and you know, decided maybe to ask him if he needed a little bit of help, and when I did, you could you see the relief on his face. You know, I think that's all he wanted was for someone to show that they cared and, and that he uh, needed some help, and once I did that, uh, you know, life kind of gets real for a minute or two, and you, you realize, oh, this, this is pretty crazy, but... Um, I think in the moment, uh, I just wanted to make sure his safety was number one priority, and I thought we did a pretty good job of that, and we were able to calm him down until the cops got there, and then they took control of the situation. And from what I've read, it wasn't too long before emergency services personnel did show up, probably about five minutes. How long did that five minutes feel? Yeah, it, it felt like 20, 30 minutes. I mean, uh, you know, I, I got out of the car, and the other guy stayed in the car and, and called uh, for help, called 911 there, and but... Uh, the cops did a great job of uh, coming to the rescue and, and doing it in a hurry, and you know it didn't take long for them to come. And you and Nolan Ritchie are both Brandonites. You're both from here. How much more of a connection to the community do you feel, and maybe a bit more of a responsibility being a local boy? Yeah, and I said that I said that a few times. I, I was glad it was the two of us and and Jake and Ben as well. Um, I thought uh, we did a great job of handling the situation, and I think in that situation, uh, you know, like I said before, his his safety was number one priority. And when when you see a, a man in a spot like that, uh, you know, you want to take responsibility and, and help as much as you can. And uh, you know, having it being Brandon too, it it uh, made it a little bit more real for me and a little bit more uh, home hitting, and you know, hit my heart too as well. So, uh, like I said, we uh, I thought we did a good job of handling the situation, and I'm I'm happy he's safe. Calder, thanks so much for your time. Uh, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. You're listening to the WHL This Week Radio Edition. 13 WHL players and one graduate are in Moncton for Canada's World Junior Selection Camp. The Seattle Thunderbirds have sent four, including defenseman and first-round NHL pick Kevin Korchinski. Tom Boyning has more. 
Well, Kevin Korczynski is one of four Seattle Thunderbirds who have been invited to Canada's uh, selection camp for the World Juniors, along with his teammates Reed Schaefer, Nolan Allen, and Thomas Millich. And Kevin joining us right now. And Kevin, as always, such an honor to be selected just to go to the camp uh, and get that opportunity to potentially put that maple leaf on your uh, sweater. Yeah, it's uh, it's obviously an honor. That's something that you uh, dream of as a kid, and you watch that tournament uh, every Christmas. So yeah, being able to get invited to the camp, it's it's awesome. It's uh, it's an honor. Going with uh, three of your current teammates, is that, I don't think it takes any of the stress off, but I'm sure it probably helps alleviate some of it. Yeah, I guess uh, going with somebody you know and just traveling and all that, it uh, makes it more enjoyable. And, uh, yeah, just knowing knowing the guys at summer camp that were there, they're all great guys. So, um, yeah, it'll be a good culture. Everybody will fit in, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I guess one of the differences in the uh, summer camp, there were no cuts. Obviously, a smaller group going this time around. There will be some cuts, not a lot, so there's going to be some intense battling for some of these positions. I'm sure you're ready for that. Yeah, yeah, obviously um, it's going to be really intense. Uh, you want to be on the team. I think everybody there wants to be on that team. They, uh, that's their, their goal heading to the camp. So obviously you just got to put your best foot forward and um, yeah, I guess put the most convincing argument why you should be on the team. You're one of the younger players going to the camp, usually a 19-year-old uh, tournament, but there are some young players, some others like yourself who are 18, a couple of 17-year-olds as well. Uh, so there's going to be some good competition, but some really great talent as well. Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of talent there. Um, obviously, there's guys that are going to go really high in uh, this year's draft. that went high last from the year before. So, um, yeah, obviously Canada, um, it's uh, one of the powerhouses when it comes to hockey uh, around the world. So you're going to get that, that talent um, heading to those camps like this. So, yeah, just uh, being able to kind of be on the ice and play with guys like that, it's going to be really special and you can learn a lot from them. I'm sure uh, you, along with everybody at the camp, this is something that you've dreamed of, this, this opportunity. What would it mean to you to be uh, on that final roster and play in the tournament uh, right after Christmas? Oh, it'd be, it's, it'd be so special. Um, yeah, having my family be there watching and just being in the tournament that you idolize and you wanted to be as a kid. As, as a kid, it wasn't about making the NHL. It was about playing in the World Juniors. So, um, yeah, it's going to be really, really special. Well, again, congratulations on the selection. Good luck. Uh, we hate to, you know, see you go away from us for a month, but uh, that's the plan, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, uh, our team success with the Seattle's kind of helped um, me and the, the three others kind of get that invite. So, um, yeah, if, if all four of us go, it'd be great for the Thunderbirds. I think we'd learn a lot of experience and bring it back to us. Yeah, hopefully we don't see you again until January. Good luck. Yeah, thank you. The Prince George Cougars sent two defenseman Ethan Sampson and goaltender Tyler Brennan. Cole Waldy spoke to Tyler Brennan before departing. Your name was called to the Canadian World Junior Selection Camp in Moncton. I'm assuming very exciting for yourself and just some thoughts and takeaways from when you saw your name on that list. You know, it is a surreal feeling. It's, you know, something that you dream dream about for your, your whole life. You know, I grew up watching that tournament and um, you know, I was super excited to get that call and, you know, to, to see my name on that list. And overall, it's just an incredible feeling. Another cool thing about that is that Ethan Sampson, also on the list, a guy that you've played here for pretty much your whole WHL career with, I'm assuming probably pretty cool to, to see his name on there also and might be a little bit nicer and more, I guess, comforting to, to go with a teammate to a really good camp. Yeah, you know, you know, he's worked really hard for, you know, for something like this and, you know, he deserves it and, um, you know, he's going to make the most of it and, um, you know, I, you know, I hope he does really well. You know, I think playing on that team with him would be something special and, um, you know, I just hope he does really well. What's it like playing at Hockey Canada events? Obviously, you've been a part of the U18 and the U17 programs. I guess just what is it like, you know, being a part of that, you know, obviously repping the Canadian Leaf is obviously a really cool feeling, but I guess just what is the experience, you know, kind of like? You know, every time you get to, you know, 
put the maple leaf on, you know, pull that jersey over your head. It's it's an honor and a privilege, and you know, I you know make the most of all the time I have there. And um, you know, you try and represent your country well. And um, you know, I just I just play my game, and you know, hopefully help the team win. And you know, in the end, it's you know we're going for that gold, and um, you know, hopefully make the team, and then and then get the gold medal. That's the that's the dream. And Ethan Sampson will try and crack that final roster. Um, yeah, obviously that's super exciting. It's uh, it's a dream I've had since I was a kid to to be able to represent my country like that. So it's just it's a thrill. You get a chance to, to go to this camp with Tyler Brennan, a teammate of yours that has, you've been teammates for a really long time, pretty much since you've been Prince George Cougars. And I'm probably assuming very comforting to, to go with a teammate and to, to a really good camp. Yeah, it's 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 super awesome that he was able to make this too, and. Uh, I think we just need to, to go in there together, and hopefully we can, uh, we can both stick and, and just have a good time. Meanwhile, Kelowna Rockets forward Colton Dock will follow in his brother Kirby's footsteps. He spoke to Regan Bartell. Let's spend a few minutes with Captain Colton Dock. A good opportunity to play for his country at the World Junior Hockey Championship. We've talked about it before, but I still want to look at your perspective about making that roster. What's it going to take to make it, do you think? I think for me, it's just the element of a power forward game. I think just go there, show that I can, you know, play with that pace and be a be a big presence out there, and obviously contribute in the defensive zone and the offensive zone. Is it nerve wracking when you go to a camp like that? Uh, I don't think it's nerve wracking. I think it's just another opportunity for me. I think I've had a lot of opportunities in my in my career to, you know, get the nerves out. So I think this one's just another opportunity for me to go showcase myself. Do you pencil yourself in as a top six forward? Do you look at top nine? Do you say, hey, just give me a spot. I don't care where I play. Yeah, I think, you know, <laughs> playing for my country, I don't really care where I play. I just want to play for that team and, and you know, help my country win a, win a gold medal. There's so many elite players that play for their country at the World Juniors. You have to play specific roles, right? And that's just, uh, you have to adapt to that. I mean, you may be a goal scorer here, but maybe you're a checker there. Yeah, it's like every team. Obviously, guys come from all over the place, so... A lot, of, a lot of guys are their best players in their team, and a lot of guys are going to have to sacrifice some some minutes or uh, opportunity to, on the ice for, for the better of the team. Your experiences with Hockey Canada are what? I don't think it's really a long resume, is it? No, not a long, not a long resume. I've went to two, two development camps, and that's about it. Interesting. And so, why so? Why do you think? I mean, a late bloomer or what? I don't know. You know, I just... Just nothing I really really know about. I just never really got the invite, but you know I'm I'm thankful. You know I got the opportunity to go to the summer camp, and you know I'm, I'm thankful I'm going to have the opportunity to go to the the World Junior Selection camp. Your summer camp, how well did it go for you? Did it meet your expectations? Did you really play well? Yeah, I think I you know I went in there wanting to prove to to Hockey Canada that you know I they they maybe missed out on on me in a few tournaments before that so i, I went in there with a little bit of chip on my shoulder and that's what i'm going to do with this one, this camp as well but just went there played a hard game fast game and you know played my game colton doc joins us for a few minutes Colonel rocket captain could wear canadian colors at christmas to beat who who do you like to beat you're a canadian kid who do you like to beat the most obviously it'd be pretty nice to beat the states i think that's probably the biggest <laughs> rival pretty nice to beat gabby as well in the, in the world junior so i can get that one up on him and the Arizona Coyotes have loaned former Edmonton Oil Kings forward Dylan Gunther to Team Canada. Andrew Peard recently caught up with him. An opportunity to play at the World Juniors. Obviously, COVID shutting it down at Christmas time. You weren't healthy enough in the summer. You get the opportunity now to, to finally play at that tournament. How much are you looking forward to, to being there and obviously being a veteran guy and a guy that's relied upon there? Yeah, I'm super excited. I mean, bitter feeling left in my mouth. Uh, you know, obviously it getting cancelled. It's something you dream of of playing in the World Juniors and uh, 
you know, having it get canceled and then rescheduled in, in the summer is awesome. And then not having the opportunity to play in that, I feel like it was just kind of a barrier there. So to to represent your country on this stage is, is awesome. And, uh, you know, this is really the first, uh, I guess, going to feel like real world juniors in a while, just being with COVID and stuff. So it's going to be pretty exciting and I can't wait for it. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. Kamloops Blazers captain Logan Stankoven heads to the Canadian World Junior Selection Camp as the WHL Player of the Week. I spoke with the reigning CHL Player of the Year. Let's talk about where you're at right now. A little WHL Player of the Week action. Nine points in three games. Nice little send-off, I think, maybe to Hockey Canada's uh, World Junior Selection Camp. Yeah, it's uh, always nice to be recognized, um, you know, for for individual individual efforts. And I thought our team had a good week as well. Um, you know, for me personally, I think I still have more to give, and um, there's always some improvements to be made along the way. Yeah, it's it's almost like you take that award and be like, you know, gee, thanks, but you know, you feel that yeah, you could have played better or done more to to help the cause. Yeah, exactly. I think as as the season goes on, you know, um, you want to keep on building as a player and as a team. And and for myself, I'm always striving for the for the best and and to to never be satisfied with my game. So, um, you know, I think as as the games keep on coming along here, um, you know, I'm going to try and, and and up my game as as much as possible. The centerpiece of that week was probably the game against the Regina Pats. You had a four-point night. It was uh, billed a little bit like, you know, Logan Stankoven against Connor Bedard. I know there's a friendly rivalry going there, but that must have been a fun game to be part of with a, a sold-out crowd there at the Sandman Center. Yeah, it was definitely one of the funnest games that I've been a part of, and uh, one of those games where it's easy to get up for, you know, playing, uh, you know, the best player in the WHL. and. And, uh, you know, a guy who's going to be, um, you know, drafted, uh, you know, first overall most likely. So, um, you know, it's, it's easy to play against a guy like that and, and, and to bring, uh, bring your best game and try and compete. So, you know, I think our team brought it out that night and uh, really came to play. You know, some players might uh, wilt away from that spotlight a little bit here, but I think you embrace it. It seems like you're a guy that says, you know, bring it on, like bring on higher stakes. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that's definitely something that I don't back down from. Um, you know, uh, I think I've mentioned it before, but, uh, you know, I, I felt like that was kind of the underdog in, in that game. And, and I wanted to kind of come out and, and prove to everybody every, everybody that, hey, you know, I can I can play with this guy and I can compete against him and, and try and outplay him as best as possible. And, um, you know, it's just a successful night for myself and, and for the team, too. Okay, now you have to put that aside, right? Now you team up uh, with Hockey Canada and uh, Canada's World Junior Team. You're off to Moncton for uh, selection camp. I think everybody knew you'd be going back to camp, but uh, that's got to be an exciting time here ahead to try and wear Canadian colours again. Yeah, it's it's definitely exciting, and um, you know it's back to, to traditional World Juniors instead of it being in the middle of summer. Um, you know, it's Christmas time again, and um, everyone's going to be coming out to to watch, and everyone's going to be sitting around, uh, you know, at Christmas time watching the World Juniors. So, um, for me, it's going to be a big opportunity to you know hopefully defend gold. There's a lot of WHL players heading, you know, a lot of guys you played with, uh, Zach Ostopchuk, we mentioned Connor Bedard, Olin Zellweger, and the list goes on and on here. I mean, this is going to be a pretty good team that could be favored for gold here. Yeah, there's lots of uh, key players that were invited, and like you said, lots of guys from the dubs. So I'm um, familiar with quite a few of them, you know, throughout U17s, uh, U18s, and, and, and World Juniors now. So, um, you know, I got a, a good taste of, of what those guys are like and how they play. So uh, I think we got a good group, and, and hopefully, uh, yeah, bring home gold. That's what uh, everyone expects from us. 
there's always, lately anyways, two Blazers. It was Connor Zary, Dylan Garan, then it was Dylan Garan, Logan Stankov, and now it's yourself and, and Caden Bank here. You'll share a camp experience with Caden. I know he's pumped to go. Yeah, I'm really proud of Caden, and he's one of my best buddies in the team. So um, I think I'm just really happy for him, and obviously he's had uh, an excellent start to the season, and um, you know has been filling the net. So um, for, for both of us to make that team, that would be a dream come true. Okay, congratulations on another player of the week for the WHL, and, and uh, good luck here trying to win gold again. Thanks, Logan. Thank you. Hey, that's the show. Big thanks to all the broadcasters around the league this week. Tom Boyning, Cole Waldy, Andrew Peard, Regan Bartell, Rob Mann, and Dustin Forbes. So what a team effort this week, fellas. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening.